A man riding a hot air balloon to pick pine nuts accidentally drifted 300 kilometers. A teacher is on leave after telling students to call pedophiles minor attracted people. And a relaxing spa has opened inside a Burger King restaurant. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian in Los Angeles. I'm Jonesy. What's your name? Tell me your name. I'm waiting. A Chinese man was picking pine nuts in a hydrogen balloon, and he ended up drifting 300 kilometers. What an ordeal. A man who lost control of his balloon while harvesting pine nuts in China has been found and rescued finally after landing in a forest two days later. And he was 300 kilometers from the original location that he was picking pine nuts. That's about 186 miles if you're keeping score at home. The man, surnamed Hu, had been working alongside a colleague in Heilin County, Heilongjiang Province, when they lost control of their hydrogen balloon. The colleague leaped to safety, but Hu missed his chance. It gets too high, you can't leap from it. And so he drifted away. He wasn't found until two mornings later. Uh, After tracing his mobile phone signal, a rescue team made up of more than 500 people. 500 people were looking for this dude in the balloon. My goodness, if I went missing, I'd be lucky if four people looked for me. He's in the closet. Did you check it? 500 people made up of local police and fire departments. They spotted his balloon finally stuck in a tree. Now, Mr. Hu said that he was cold and hungry during this horrible ordeal. Said that he almost gave up on life thanks to the rescuers. He says he wouldn't be alive today. Thankfully, he was largely unharmed, suffering what were described as only minor injuries to his waist. To his waist? Doesn't say why. In case you're curious... The use of hydrogen or helium balloons in order to harvest pine nuts has become very common in China in recent years. And subsequently, there are occasional reports of pine nut pickers being swept away, though usually not as far as who. In 2019, two fellas picking pine cones in China's Changbei Mountains lost control of their balloon and drifted 10 kilometers before landing safely and being immediately arrested for breaking aviation regulations. I'm sure they didn't intentionally break aviation regulations. They're just trying to pick some pine cones. In another case, in 2017, a nut picker went missing near the North Korea border after his balloon became untethered. All these nut pickers getting in big-time trouble using balloons. I had no idea. I got a solution for this, guys. Why don't you pick the nuts closest to the ground only? No need to get way up high, okay? Leave the birds to that. I don't think we need extra pine nuts in the world. Honestly, do we really? I mean, I'm speaking on behalf of those of us with nut allergies, such as yours truly. Yeah, we could use a few less nuts in the world, is what I'm going to say. It's hard living with this nut allergy. I got to look out for nuts in the world that are in ingredients that require nuts. And then they're even in products that don't even call for nuts. You know, I'll buy something and it'll say, well, this doesn't have nuts, but it was made in a factory that also processes nuts. Oh, oh, thank you. Okay. 
Well, how many things are made in factories that also process nuts? Well, it turns out a lot of things. I bought a pair of socks lately, and on the back it said, these socks were woven in a factory that also processes tree nuts. Oh, thanks, sock company. Shouldn't you be weaving your socks in a factory that deals with other undergarments? I don't know why you're making socks in a nut factory. I don't understand that at all. I mean, I think we can say a couple of things definitively about these nut factories. A, they make a lot of nuts. And B, they're so good at convincing other industries to make their shit in a nut factory. I don't know how that happens. Hey, you guys make kites? Yeah. Well, why don't you use our nut factory to make the kites? Some of you are laughing right now. Some of you are like, I don't, I don't understand what he's talking about. Well, why don't you look on the side of uh, ingredients? Again and again, I'm seeing also made in a factory that makes nuts. It's becoming alarmingly common. Okay. All right, let me get off my soapbox here. It says, even without out-of-control balloons, harvesting pine nuts in China is a very dangerous business. Traditionally, nut pickers wearing spiked shoes climbed these trees, which can grow to 20 meters high, and falls can be fatal. Again, again, just the nuts at the bottom of the tree are sufficient, guys. There's plenty of pesto already in the world. Trust me, I have to avoid it regularly. A teacher is in trouble after telling the students to refer to pedophiles as minor attracted persons. A teacher in El Paso, Texas, is on administrative leave and facing possible termination after she told her students to call pedophiles minor attracted persons in an incident that was captured on video and shared on social media. In an 18-second clip, the Franklin High School teacher can be heard telling the students to, quote, Stop calling them that. You're not allowed to label people like that. We're not going to call them that. We're going to call them M-A-P-S, MAPS, Minor Attracted Persons. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. <laughs> Really, lady? Don't judge them? Oh, yeah. We're going to judge them. <laughs> As they should be judged harshly. Quite harshly. I don't understand why this person's on administrative leave. It's on video. You're fired. You're fired. Yeah. Be gone and never come back. <laughs> You're on video saying this. I mean, I, I don't understand why they just don't terminate this person immediately. The teacher was identified by the El Paso Teachers Association as Amber Parker, who teaches English at Franklin High School. The media reached out to Parker, who said she's, quote, not legally allowed to comment at this time. Yeah. She's a little busy redoing her resume. <laughs> Good luck with that, Parker. Requests for comment from the high school were not immediately returned as well. It's unclear what happened prior to the 18-second video or what the context of the exchange was. The El Paso Independent School District declined to answer questions on what led to the classroom discussion. I love how no one wants to talk about it. Everyone's too afraid to... No one wants to draw a line in the sand and say where they stand on this. But I do on Weird AF News. I can draw a line in the, sta in the sand and say where I stand on this. Because I, I really can't be canceled. I'm already in a closet at this point. If you're going to call pedophiles minor attracted persons because you're concerned about their feelings, you should be fired. As a teacher, you shouldn't be allowed to instruct the youth with your uh, quack-brained ideology that you have where you want to, for some reason, protect the feelings of pedophiles. Are you okay, Parker? It says here the Board of Trustees 
in this school district voted unanimously to initiate termination proceedings against the teacher. The next step is an appeals process governed by the Texas Education Code. Oh, so this teacher gets to appeal. The teacher is now on paid administrative leave. I love how they get to pay them while they're on administrative. Oh, you did something so horrible, yet we're going to pay you in the meantime. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense, guys, doesn't it? (laughs) That makes about as much sense as allowing a Supreme Court justice to have their position until they're dead. (laughs) My country is just filled with idiotic protocol. It's unbelievable. I wish I knew who was in charge around here. I really do. Now, it says here, prior to the vote, the board's vice president, Daniel Call, said the classroom exchange was actually taken out of context. Now, I think we all can agree that the piece of conversation that was recorded is a piece of a larger conversation. So technically, it is out of context. But within that video, there is enough There was enough evidence. The sentence, don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. You don't need a larger context than that. That sentence can stand on its own. Anyone who would say that doesn't deserve to be in charge or handling children. All right, I'm sorry. I need to calm down. You're right. You're right. I should calm down. What are you getting so worked up about, Jonesy? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, We're living in a world right now where everybody's trying to uh, adjust our language so that feelings aren't hurt. Uh, and it seems no matter what you've done, you shouldn't have your feelings hurt. And we're going to adjust the language so that you don't have to feel awkward about doing something terrible. <laughs> Does that make sense to anybody? Now, we do not have a sweeping death penalty in this country to uh, severely punish people who have done something very awful in the culture. I think the least we can do is hurt feelings. When someone does something awful. Agree? Yay! A relaxing spa has opened inside a Burger King. I need a spa in my life right now, clearly. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on edge. If anyone wants to send me a spa gift certificate, uh, my email is funnyjones at gmail.com. All right, let's get into this one. Spas and fast food. Ooh, I like fast food and I like spas. But these are not two things that you would naturally put together, correct? No. Uh, All the spas I've been in, I really didn't eat. If we're being honest, I just sort of closed my eyes and I just envisioned myself being extremely successful. Like, you know, recording a podcast in an actual studio that's like 10 feet by 15 feet. That was kind of a dream I've had. (laughs) Uh, Says here, one restaurant in Helsinki is defying tradition. And an unusual combination, a Finnish Burger King has installed a 15-person sauna right in the restaurant. Unbelievable. A sauna inside a Burger King. (laughs) Never thought I'd see the day. Guests can eat in the sauna as servers move between the spa and the main restaurant. Servers go into the spa. Wow, you can just sit there in your towel. The Burger King Finland website says... A 15-person sauna is perfect for a group of friends, for social gatherings or work, venue for your birthday party perhaps, or even the organization of a show studio. I don't know what a show studio is, and I'm not even sure if this is the right accent for Finnish languages. (laughs) Finnish languages. That's so stupid. Okay, a smaller 10-person spa, you'll be happy to know, has also been added to the restaurant. They have two spas? This is outrageous. Uh, 
a 15-person spot and a 10-person spot and a Burger King. Wow, I'm looking at a photo. It's like the wooden benches and stuff. It's got the rocks, Burger King towels. Wow. This thing's unbelievable. I can't see eating fries, though, in like 140-degree temperatures. That's uh, Fries aren't that refreshing. You could probably drink a shake, though. Nice cold milkshake. Now, you're probably wondering, is there an extra charge to use the sauna? Or just is this an eat-in option for free? It says using the Burger King sauna costs a sizable 250 euros for three hours. Visitors can relax in a Burger King labeled robe and stare at the words, Home of the Double Whopper, stretched across the wall, just in case they actually forget that they're in a Burger King. Just be warned, Finnish saunas are traditionally visited nude. Oh, boy. Wow, eating in a Burger King nude? That's only something I thought I'd see in Florida. (laughs) Though you're not supposed to do it in Florida, but they do. It seems like this will be something that you could witness on a regular if you go to this Burger King, though. People just eating their double Whopper in the nude, in the sauna. It's pretty cool. It says, they traditionally visit saunas in the nude, so please avert your eyes if you don't want to see someone else's Whopper. Hey, whoever wrote this, whoever wrote this, give them the Emmy. Best comedy. With restaurants declaring a fall in sales, eating burgers on benches, wearing bathrobes may be the future of fast food. Well, uh, there is a fall in sales at restaurants right now, and I can tell you the reason. It's because they've increased their prices way too much. Uh, I I don't know why they did this. I mean, I guess inflation, but I had breakfast the other day. 50 bucks for breakfast? Two people. $50 for eggs, man. Eggs and potatoes. $50? So, I mean, I'm going to gravitate more towards fast food at this point because at least... You know, although the prices did go up in fast food restaurants, they're not going to break your whole bank, you know, eating at a McDonald's or a Burger King. That's my opinion anyways. I guess I could end this by asking my listeners, would you guys ever eat naked inside a Burger King sauna? I think this is pretty cool. I'll say this. Don't attempt to eat a soft serve ice cream cone inside the sauna. Way too hot. It's going to melt right on top of your Whopper. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yay! Hello, everybody. I'm very much caffeinated, and I apologize for the um, the eruptions in this episode. <laughs> Although maybe you like my eruptions. Maybe that's what draws you to the Weird AF News podcast as a whole. It could. It could. Anyways, um, I want to thank everybody who's kept me caffeinated. You know who you are. You're on my closet wall. <laughs> yes. My patrons, they keep me caffeinated. They do. I mean, you, you, I make a little bit of money on Patreon, and I probably use all of it for caffeine. So this is the fuel, guys, that keeps it going. Uh, now, if you guys would like to join the Patreon, go to my website, weirdafnews.com, and click on that bad boy. You can also buy me coffees straight off the website. Just click on buy a coffee, and then you can write a little love note to me. Oh, I like love notes. Could you really? I really like love notes. 
I like when I get love notes. Yeah, I wish I'd get one every day. <laughs> I do. It would make me feel nice and warm and fuzzy inside my core. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, lastly, I'm going to publish publish some phone calls after this. Um, if you guys would like to call the show, the number is 646-450-2012. If you want to email me articles, it's funnyjones at gmail.com. Or you can just email me to say hello or to tell me to calm the F down. That's also um, understandable. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hi, Jonesy. This is Jasmine, a ex-Floridian, and I was calling in response to your story about old Ronnie D. in Florida. Um, you said, what can be done, that this man is crazy and what can be done? Um, just wanted everybody to know that there is a governor election happening in about two months in Florida. Uh, Charlie Crist, our former governor, is running. He's a pretty cool dude. Uh, he got in trouble for being nice to Obama as a Republican, so... You know, if that's if that's too crazy for you. Um, but, yeah, if people want to maybe make Florida a little less crazy, which I know would be maybe counterintuitive to fans of Florida Friday and Weird AF News, but uh, for actual Floridians, you know, throw them a bone, help them out. Uh, I'd also like to say that this uh, message has not been authorized by any candidate committee or Jonesies and paid for by no one, but you should join the Patreon. This is the future calling. As usual, Jonesy, you got it all wrong. I'm going to tell you a story. I recently saw Titanic on VHS. I bought the copy at a garage sale. Only I think that at some point the tape had been broken and they they put it back in screwed it back in the case, only they put it back in in reverse. Truth is, it's a touching tale of all these people who are floating around in the ocean. They get rescued, taken back to land. It ends on a tragic note, though. Jack Dawson loses all his money in a card game. I call that, ta- I call that ta- Titanic in reverse. And in the coming weeks, you're going to hear about a man who's collecting Titanic on VHS in reverse. Jonesy! Hello, it's Lily. Um, You know what I think is funny is that I have your phone number memorized. How many other phone numbers do I have memorized? Like my own and my childhood, like our house number when I was a kid? But that's it. I have your number memorized, though, because you're always, you know, call the show, 646-450-2012. I hear you say that every day. <laughs> anyway, um, I I focus, focus, Lily, focus. Um, I was going to call last night because I had a lot of thoughts about your episode yesterday, but now I don't remember most of those thoughts. 
What I do remember is that I love you and you are fantastic and you're absolutely killing it, crushing it, all of the violent terms for doing wonder. <laughs> Why do we say that? Why do we say that you're killing it? Like, that should be a bad thing, you know? Like, like you're a stand-up, like, oh, man, I killed that crowd. You don't want to kill people with comedy. Oh, well, stand-up. That's what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. No, I think he made a comment. I don't remember what the story was. But about how you, um, oh, man, I lost that thought. Ah, no, it, it was like how you, as a stand-up, you can't have somebody else on stage to help you out with a setup or a punchline. Was that it? But you can. Like, there there are comedy duos. I can't think of any right now, but I know that there have um, been, du- like, a, Penn and Teller, is that a comedy duo? Um, and then you could also have a plant in the audience. You could have like a buddy or something in the audience and you could say, oh, I, I need somebody in the audience, yeah, or, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you can have somebody like yell out something helpful to you. Um, that's a, that's a thing you could do. Oh, the other story I remember now was that, um, about Aust- Australia, mate, Australia not wanting to put the the silly king on their currency. I I totally support them in that. I agree with you. The monarchy is um, stuffy and outdated and useless. Um, my husband asked me the other day, what is what is the, what does the king even do? I said he cuts ribbons in ribbon ceremonies, you know, to open up like a new cement factory and and stuff like that. But it's totally useless. So yeah, they should put the crocodile hunter. Um, on their money. I miss that guy. That was such a tragedy when he died. I really enjoyed Steve Irwin, the croc hunter. Oh, crikey. <laughs> I remember he used to say that. It's just hilarious. Like, what a, what a good, like, what a good, kind-hearted man. Much better than the monarchy. Like, yeah, King Charles has done some really terrible stuff in his day. Especially, you know, the way he treated Princess Diane. I'm out. It's lucky. Yeah, I just heard your show this morning about Steve Irwin, and, and you said, oh, is there any Aussies listening? I, I thought you would have realised I listen every day by, by now, the amount of emails I send you. Um, yeah, it's the first I've ever, first I've heard about that Steve Irwin being on the money. Yeah. Uh, and it's Michael from Iowa City, like, his accents are funny as yours, nearly. Uh, the one this morning was like half, there was a bit of Iraqi in there and some um, Jamaican at the end. And like I said to my psychologist when he, about your show, when, when he did the Australian accent about the pink shirt thing, he had a bit of South African in there and he was saying words that we don't even use in Australia anymore like Sheila. <laughs> I don't I can't remember the last time I heard someone say Sheila over here, but anyway. Yeah, I, I, I listen to your show every day. Anyway, have a good one. See you, mate. Bye. Z, it's Connie from Cedartown, Georgia. And I was calling about, you mentioned the story about the stripper that was hired by the elderly home. And you thought, who would complain about that? I guarantee you it was one of the um, patient's family, families. 
had to have been because, like you said, none of the residents would have complained and probably none of the staff members either because they're old, they're in the last, you know, stage of their lives, so why not, you know, why not give them a little enjoyment and it was harmless, nobody was hurt. So, and like you said, she wasn't totally naked. She had lingerie on. So I say no harm, no foul. Let them enjoy it. And um, you're mentioning um, Eminem being a Christian rapper now. And you thought the two didn't go together and it didn't make sense to you. But Christian rap has been around since probably in the 1980s, late 80s, early 90s. And also Christian heavy metal came around about that time. And an interesting side note is all of Elvis's Grammys were for his gospel music, not his rock and roll music, which you think of all the rock and roll hits he had, but all of the Grammys were for his gospel music. So that's kind of an interesting side note. But um, anyway, I hope everybody... Has a happy Friday, and you're having a good Friday. And, oh, what was with the Patriots losing to the Dolphins? That didn't make any sense either. And the Braves losing most of the games on their western swing. That didn't make any sense either. And the Red Sox, I'm like, holy cow, what's happening to all these teams? Personally, I think they were smoking crack, but they do drug tests, so I doubt that's what it was. But that's one explanation, I guess. But anyway, hopefully the teams will do better this weekend. And everybody have a great weekend. Be safe. Love y'all. Talk to you later. Good luck luck with your life, man. Bye.